challenges are part of life and challenges come to crisis of life come to everyone and um, it's how you handle them that matter and the way you grow from it I grew from my challenges I became a better person because I've I've had hard times between 1987 and 1989 Alafonsian was one of the thousands of boys who fled the civil war in Sudan where unspeakable horrors happened homes villages were burned down to the ground over the course of the civil war it's estimated that 1 to 2 million civilians died so i left 1989 and from 1989 i have not spoken seen anybody that from my family except my brother that i met in the refugee camp uh and my brother both of us got lucky to come to United States through the US immigration refugee uh immigration program Alfonsion was one of the lucky ones him and other boys later came to be known as the lost boys of Sudan him along with two others Benson Dang Benjamin Ajak recounted their journey of survival in a book titled They Poured Fire on Us from the Sky and every person every boy had a story about their parent about their family and because of that the united states decided that they were going to give us a chance at life and that is when they came in and um, started uh, uh, a, a refugee asylum uh, immigration process to live in america stories of the immigrant experience you're listening to the last of five parts in this mini series podcast The interviews you're listening here are the result of more than 60 interviews with immigrants from all over the world, including Alfonsion. All these interviews were conducted by the San Diego Union Tribune, and it's all part of a multimedia project called Our Immigrant Story. You can check it out at sandiegouniontribune.com. Gratitude, fear, pride, a sense of achievement, relief, love, These are all emotions that anyone can relate to. And all the immigrants that we've talked to, that we've heard from, they all describe these feelings, even when everybody's story is so different. In this last and final episode, we're going to hear how immigrants describe the sense of pride and joy they feel in living in America. We're going to hear about their fears and anxieties, their worries, their struggles, what challenges they faced, and how they overcame those challenges. I remember there was eight 10 giant denim bags full of stuff that uh, we flew on a plane it was at least 16 18 hours from Hong Kong to New York and even throughout that long flight we didn't make it to New York because there was a huge blizzard that December one of the biggest ones uh, recorded in that decade and so kind of foreshadow the kind of rough beginnings of our immigration journey this is Samuel Toy he's from China His parents brought him and his sister to the US in 1993 when they were just kids. He's now 33. And even after all these years, he still describes all these memories so vividly. The way they traveled, the feeling of being jet-lagged, and yes, even the feeling of being bullied, being taken advantage of. I remember one of the first days I was going to school, uh, not knowing English very well. My sister and I were bullied by other kids, you know, even other asian kids that felt like you know we were um not american enough um and my parents 
worked many different jobs. They were, you know, referred to different jobs, and unfortunately, some of them were actually pretty exploitative jobs at um, sweatshops. There were still sweatshops back then in the early 90s in Manhattan. Um, and so it was not a very welcoming first year. Samuel eventually went on to live a pretty normal and successful American life. He went to college, got a career in government and advocacy, and now higher education, got married, and started his own family. Being American allows me to also continue to build on that identity of being Asian, being Chinese, uh, because I realized that uh, I can be proud of being both, and I can exercise my privilege as an American citizen by voting, by being specifically engaged. Uh, that has global ramifications, um, and I can bring in my lens as a Chinese and as an Asian American um, to that process, to that democratic process, and to that fabric. I want my children to, uh, and my grandchildren to have the same feeling of pride and um, uh, excitement living in this country and being proud of it. This is Lima Saft. She was born in the Ukraine and came to the U.S. in 1989. I grew up in the Ukraine, in the western part of the Ukraine. I really cannot complain that my childhood was very difficult, but it's a country that uh, did not really have a lot of opportunities. Definitely not opportunities for women. Lima says that there were not a whole lot of opportunities to leave the Ukraine, which at the time was part of the Soviet Union. She was already an adult, and she had one year left to finish her degree in college when, suddenly, the opportunity came. Her and her family, they went for it. And she got the opportunities she otherwise wouldn't have been able to get, or at least she says. She worked her way up to a PhD in transportation science. She's now an adjunct professor at the San Diego State University. Her daughters are all grown up, families of their own. They're in good track, she says, living the American dream. I know that a lot of things that we um, encounter in life are by chance, but I am glad that we had a chance to come here. And what I'm proud of most being here is, first of all, the sacrifice that my parents and my grandparents had to make to come here so we would have a better life uh, is definitely what I am proud of the most. And then uh, anything we do now is kind of not to let them down. I can still remember it now. It has been 22 years. It was on a flag day. So June the 14th of 1996, we were all taken to the courthouse and um, asked to give an oath to this country. I, it, it's a feeling that you cannot describe, so <laughs> I'm not going to try because I'm probably going to cry. So um, it was uh, very emotional, and the, at that point you understand that you are part of something bigger. And uh, everything that I do now, I do it with that pride that we are here, we had a chance to come here, what can we do to make where we work and live better. National pride. That's something that we hear people talk about all the time. But what does it actually mean? Do immigrants share the same national pride that native-born Americans do? And if so, what does that look like? One of the many places where national pride is in full display, it's usually in sports, especially international sports, the Olympics, for example. You see athletes carrying the American flag on their uniform, or carrying the American flag. Meb Kifleski was born in Eritrea 
and he gained fame in the U.S. as a competitive marathon runner for Team USA. And he told us that after he graduated from the University of California in Los Angeles, he wanted to become a competitive runner. His mother wanted him to run for his native country, Eritrea. But he wanted to compete for the U.S., even though he knew his chances were quite slim. To be an American is a great honor and respect because this is the land of opportunity that gives you a chance to be who you want to be, the freedom to speak your mind, to write your mind, and to run freely. And uh, for me, that's what has been. And, and I've, you know, not only me, but all my brothers and sisters had the chance to reach their potential. And that's what the land of opportunity uh, provides. And uh, it's not perfect, but it's close to perfect can get. And uh, I'm just honored to be able to wear that red, white, and blue for many years at the Olympics and at the World Championship and other road races that I have done also. So to be in the United States uh, mean a lot for me. By now, we've heard all these different stories from people from all over the world all with different experiences. And they all share this common bond with America. A country that took them in, sheltered them from oppression, tested them, gave them something to pursue, something greater than themselves. It seems like this great human experiment that is America, it has produced a great human miracle, the miracle to thrive. No matter how many struggles there are or no matter how many challenges one might have socioeconomically, you can still be anything you want to be. Um, there are barriers, there are hardships. Uh, there may even be people that, that don't want to see you succeed. Um, but the framework of how the United States is built still allows for an individual, if they're willing to persist, if they're willing to persevere, if they're willing to work hard, they can achieve any dream they want. Alex Montoya was born in Colombia and came to the U.S. at a very early age, the age of four. And there's something else. Alex was born without arms and one leg. The birth defect could have limited him, sent him back. But the Shriners Hospital for Children here in San Diego brought him and his family to America. They fitted him with prosthetics, they provided medical care, and an opportunity to go to school. They gave him a chance at life, even when that life wasn't always easy. Alex is now an author and a motivational speaker. He guides people on how to overcome their own challenges. And he says... This could have only happened here in this country. No matter where they come from, he says, immigrants want to thrive in this country. They want to contribute. Immigrants make this country the great country that it is. And so when people ask me what inspires me, uh, I always tell them my number one inspiration is my faith and my number two inspiration is my immigrant experience because I know um, all of the things that are available in this country and I know that... Um, that I'm inspired to do more and be more uh, because of uh, opportunity provided here. Before we close this podcast, I want to end with this reminder to remind you that everybody has a story and you can listen to more of these stories online where we have uploaded all the interviews we conducted. You don't have to agree or relate with everyone you see. All you have to do is listen. Their stories are real. They're not always pretty. They're not always what you expect. If anything, we hope this podcast has offered a glimpse into the immigrant story we rarely get to hear. We hope we've inspired you to meet someone, an immigrant, 
ask them about their story. My name is Arnulfo Manriquez. I was born in Mexicali, in Mexico. What makes you proud to live in America? My name is Mepka Flesgi. I'm from Eritrea. What does it mean to live the American My dream? My name is Del Quas. My name is Samuel Choi. My name is Ali Reza Tarabi. My name is Tom K. Hi, I'm Dr. Tess Mauricio. My name is Lei Liang. I came from... My name is Francisco Ramos Moreno. My name is Bennett PG. I was born in Manila, Philippines. My name is Evan Cruz. I'm from Malongo Post City, My name is Alaponcio. I'm Alex Montoya, and I am from Colombia. My name is Lima Saft. I was born in Ukraine. My name is Lily Chang. I came from Taiwan. I came from... I am Frank Vizcarra. I was born in Tijuana. Uh, my name is Luis Fernandez Oleas. I am originally from Guadalajara, Jalisco, Mexico. This podcast is part of a multimedia project by the San Diego Union Tribune, and it's called Our Immigrant Story, which can be found at San Diego Union Tribune dot com slash immigrants to live in america is hosted and co-produced by me Luis gomez along with abby hamlin and editor lara hockey interviews were conducted by Luis cruz eduardo contreras nelvin cepeda howard lippin and alejandro tamayo our art comes from gloria oregoso thank you for listening